The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left side is Bradley's show, or actually it's not Bradley's show. He was uh, was, uh, touring around. Um. They're in Virginia. So uh, he's got an educational video up on the Mayflower Compact. If you've not uh, heard that or seen that, you might want to check that out. That'll be there until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time I don't know if he's going to be live or if he's going to have another education video, but that'll be changed out at 3 o'clock. Okay, so check that out at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. On the right side of the page is where we are, and I apologize to you guys who are coming in the video chat. Uh, Boy, if you don't see something when you come in there after 6 o'clock, just send me a note there. Hey, we don't have something. And I, I know some of you guys did send send some things a little bit later, but you missed a great song uh, by a guy by the name of. Let me make sure I ah, I just closed the wrong window. Oh, you saw that, didn't you? I just closed the wrong window. We got a guy by the name of uh, Seth McLeod, I think is what his name is. Uh, Steph McLeod. I'm sorry, Steph McLeod. Let there be light. There is power in the blood. Real bluesy, you know, earthy kind of tune that we did this morning. So you guys missed that. I'm gonna have to probably play it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to reopen these windows because you just saw I shut them all down. So I do apologize. Um, but hopefully it will just restore real quickly. Yep, it did. All right. So wherever I was. <laughs> And by the way, I am I have had allergies act up on me like this in maybe a couple of years. So if I'm having to hit the cough button and stuff this morning, I apologize already in advance. I was coughing my head off last night. This morning when I got up, it's a little better now. But uh, just bear with me. The right side of the page is where we're at. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Blow it up whatever device you've got. And then look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. You can click on that and join us in the chat on Rumble. Got a lot of friends over there this morning. Great to see you guys. And then right up under that, so we can sign up for our email newsletter. 
please do that. You'll get that once a day. And uh, that includes the morning show archive. If you want our ministry email, you want to know what we're doing there. If, in fact, either this week or next week, probably this week, uh, you're going to see exactly what Bradley and his family's been doing up there in Virginia as far as the things they're learning so they can bring those things to you. Um, that'll probably be in this week's email. That's my guess on Saturday. So go to Sons of Liberty Radio and sign up for that. And uh, you'll get that in your in inbox on Saturday or should. Finally, if you agree with our message, you'd like to help keep us out there. Um, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, guys, we really do appreciate you very much. Now, I just want to tap on this just a second, okay? And there's a reason I'm doing this. <clears throat> Some people say, well, why are you on Trump? We've got CBDCs and we've got, you know, the still the shot stuff. And we've got, you know, new claims of different kinds of plant pandemics. And look, I, I cover one thing a day or I try to. And we push forward from there. Sometimes I'll cover two or three things like today. We're, gonna, we're just going to cover several things that have happened over the couple, past couple of days as far as articles that we produced over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com that I think are important for people to hear. Because these things are just as important as that because they're all going together. Now, with that said, um, I want to start off by addressing just a couple of things from yesterday. So you, it's incredible to me that I can play and show people these things about people and their worship of Trump. I can show it to you. I did show it to you. From billboards to things people say to prayers they're offering. I didn't even show you the Michael Flynn one. I didn't show you the guy... Uh, at CPAC, but we've shown them to you before. Everybody says, oh, well, these are liberal Democrats. Is Michael Flynn a liberal Democrat? Is that what's going on? No, Michael Flynn's a Roman Catholic. He's a Roman Catholic. And then you've got all these other people praying to Michael, the archangel, and praying to legions of angels and stuff like this. But the worship is there. And so I put all that stuff out yesterday. This was... There's a guy, and I guess it's a guy. I guess there's girls that are named Rusty too. But Rusty leaves these comments. And Trump never had an LGBTQ party at his home. Liar. Hmm. At Mar-a-Lago, he addressed the log cabin Republicans. Now, now, who are those guys? Somebody remind They're sodomites, aren't they? They're sodomites. They support sodomy. That was at Mar-a-Lago. Isn't that his home? Why, yes. Yes, it is. I told him he was uninformed. Um, gave him several links. He continued to, um, you know, just attack me rather than actually show where we were wrong. Show me an official action of any kind that support your disgusting claim. You are intellectually dishonest and cowardly to admit it. What he wants is an official action. He wants something like a presidential order or something. I didn't say that. What I said was, here is what he has done. And he did do it as president at his home, but he did do it. That's not all. Also provided him with information. 
that shows his administration was going to reduce intel with Mideast countries who criminalize sodomy. He tried to get, his administration tried to get sodomy decriminalized. Yep. And that's what he was doing. And why was he doing that? Well, he wanted to appoint the top LGBT activist to a high level in his administration should he gets in, should he get in. Uh, again, the second term. But in this first term, this guy he's talking about, Richard Grinnell, is an open sodomite, claims that he's married to another man. He was appointed by Donald Trump to Germany as an ambassador. And then he was appointed as a temporary head of national intelligence. And from there, he went to the GOP to push his LGBT sodomite agenda in the GOP. Show me an official thing. Dude, if you can't see the writing on the wall, it doesn't have to come from a presidential pen. And this is idolatry too, because this guy can find no fault in Donald Trump. And when you show him the video, you guys have seen it. I know Bradley has shown it in the afternoon. I think we might have shown it once. Um, it's an older video. But Donald Trump comes into the store there in New York, and Rudy Giuliani's dressed up in drag, and they're kind of carrying on with each other. And Rudy's in a high-pitched voice, oh, you naughty boy. And this guy goes, well, it's a 23-year-old nothing. But yeah, and nothing's changed. And then he calls me a coward. Something of substance. I gave it to you. The guy put it right on the front plate. I mean, right on there. And he refuses to see what's in front of him. That is idolatry. You don't have to be praying and doing all that. You just have to go along with it. You just have to make excuses for it. You just have to justify it. So I just wanted to hit that. And if people are asking, well, all these other things are going on, and you're talking about Trump, he's a distraction. I know he's a distraction. There's no question about that. But he is the vehicle that they're using for that. See, people don't understand, like even in the, the, the shot business, Donald Trump sets it up, spends your money to Big Pharma, then claims that Big Pharma doesn't like him. But he gave him billions of dollars. Why wouldn't they like him? Meanwhile, you're dying. You're being injured by the shots. You're being lied to by the politicians, by Donald Trump himself, and others in the Mockingbird media that they're safe and effective. Sure, he doesn't mandate it, but he declares a national emergency, something the Constitution knows nothing about. And through that declaration of a national emergency, which he never took away, the states went in and they started making the mandates. So in essence, he oversaw it. Oh, he spoke out against it, but he did, did he do anything? It's kind of like the riots. He spoke out against the riots. Did he really do anything? Nope. And he actually had authority to do that. To call up the militia to put down insurrections. Did he do it? Nope. See, you got to think about these things as to what he's doing. So, with that said, that was my review for there. I got a couple of videos I'm going to play, and then we're going to get into a couple of these things this morning. First off, everybody needs laughter. So, I'm going to get the laughter out of the way. Okay, everybody needs laughter. And I don't know what this bird is. I want to say it's a cockatiel. It's one of the, any of you guys ever seen the old film uh, Beretta? And he's got one of these kind of birds, or at least that's what it looks like. And um, yeah, you, 
you guys on Red State Talk Radio, you're going to hear this bird laughing. It's hilarious. And, you know, the Bible says laughter is good medicine. It is. It's a good thing. Right. And we know scientifically, I remember reading, it's really good for your body. So here is this little bird. And I got to tell you, it's kind of contagious. Check this out. I thought you guys would like a little smile, a little laughter this morning. We, we're serious, and there's a reason for our seriousness. Excuse me. But occasionally, you like to have a little a little laughter. And I tell you, you play that two or three times. It's like those little babies. Um, my grandson, you get him tickled in that little cackle they have, and it's just ongoing for like a minute or something until they're, they're at the point where it's no longer funny. It's starting to hurt. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. All right. So, and I apologize. I'm really struggling to try to keep from coughing all everybody. Again, we showed you the Dalai Lama and that little boy the other week, and he's trying to get that little boy to kiss him and suck on his tongue. Nasty. Well, seems that little boy is not the only one. Here he is with a little girl. A young girl. And she looks like, I don't know, maybe it's a boy dressed as a girl. I don't know. But you can't tell anymore these days. But here he is just stroking her arm and rubbing on her arm. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible what what we're seeing. And I don't know why that changed over to the, to the other video. The other thing I want to get to before we do, this is going to encompass CBDCs, but also the wars that we see formulating across the earth, okay? And this is a report from uh, Greg Reese. I think it came out yesterday. And I want you to check this out, and then we're going to get into the things that we're going to talk about today. Check it out. The Russian foreign ministry is claiming that the U.S. and Russia are now in a hot phase of the war and implores the U.S. to resume some kind of dialogue. But NATO is not interested in peace talks. The U.K. is sending depleted uranium, and the U.S. is continuing its biolabs program in Ukraine. The largest military air exercise in NATO history is scheduled for this summer. They have to call it an exercise, otherwise NATO would have to admit that they are at war with Russia. Starting next month, Thousands of NATO troops will create a united front in Europe against Russia. The U.S. has been exposed for destroying the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and America's facade of a moral high ground is quickly fading. The Pentagon leaks say that Ukraine is losing the war. Both sides have threatened the nuclear option, and the Ukrainians have already attacked a nuclear power plant. We are one desperate action away from a nuclear war with Russia. China is now simulating precision strikes on key targets on Taiwan. And the moment they invade, the U.S. will go to war with China. The Uniparty and the media have been focusing on China for several weeks now. And U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham is already prepared to start sending troops. 
But the Department of Defense is warning that the U.S. doesn't have enough munitions to fight China. The millions of rounds of ammunition that the U.S. has sent to Ukraine has drained stockpiles, which will take years to replenish, making it an opportune moment for the CCP to invade. Days after Xi Jinping brokers a peace deal between Iran and Saudi Arabia, rocket attacks are launched at Israel from multiple locations. Last week, in response, Israel launched attacks against Lebanon, Gaza, and Syrian military targets. The Jerusalem Post is calling it a multi-front Middle East war against Israel and claim that Iran is behind the attacks. Israel has been calling up battalions of reservists. The Iranians are reportedly preparing to attack Israeli ships sailing through the Persian Gulf and the Arabian Sea. Last week, the U.S. deployed a submarine with a Tomahawk missile payload to support Israel. If Israel goes to war with Iran, the U.S. will be involved. The U.S. is looking at three different theaters of war. They've already depleted their munitions in their losing proxy war with Russia. And they've depleted their military with clot shots and tranny psyops. Meanwhile, the Bank for International Settlements, or BIS, is preparing for a one-world digital currency. The BIS was created in 1930 to centralize the central banks. Project Icebreaker is the BIS plan to control all international transactions between central bank digital currencies, similar to what FedNow is planning to do in America on the national level. The decisions being made by the big banks for the economic reset are hugely unpopular with the awakening masses. But these criminal big banks have three catastrophic wars to launch as smokescreens while they eliminate their opposition and write the history books of tomorrow. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right. So that is, uh, that's the report there, how the wars are tying in with this too. And everything that's going on, look, it, pretty much everything that's going on right now is a distraction over those things. However, like when I was pointing back to Donald Trump, it's what the people had their eyes on in the, the, the report that we gave yesterday was to show them, is to pull back the curtain to show who he is so your eyes just aren't on him. It's on those things, like what was in this uh, short little report from Greg Reese. And of course, we talked about CBDCs. We had um, G. Edward Griffin on, which, uh, you know, he, he, was, he was one to say. You can't let it happen. If it happens, there's no escape from it. Now, I think there's ways in which you can do things, but you're going to be completely out of the system. And this was the things that I was telling you about a couple of months ago that our family were talking about. Get ahead of the curve by doing those things. Get out of the money system. And it's difficult, but people can do it. They can do it if they want to do it. Remember, Jesus also, about these wars, Jesus even warned the, the people of his day when he was talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. He says, you're going to see wars and you're going to hear about rumors of wars. Don't let those things bother you. These things don't bother me because I'm not going over there. If we have to fight somebody, me and my boys will fight the domestic terrorists we have here in the United States. Why in the world am I wanting to go around the world to fight another dictator when we got a bunch of them right here in the U.S., all right? Now, with that said, just want to bring you up to speed on a couple of things. 
First one is we got a report here from um, the Daily Mail. And there's a young man. He was 36 years old. He was the communications director of Planned Parenthood. And uh, this guy apparently had been, his apartment had been raided by the FBI. And there was an investigation into him for child porn. And uh, this guy, Tim Yergo, I assume how you say his name, Y-E-R-G-E-A-U. He was 36 years old. He took his own life five days after a botched police raid in connection to child pornography at his New Haven, Connecticut home. Uh, this is according to the Daily Mail. The former director of strategic communications at the Southern New England branch of Planned Parenthood took his own life amid a child porn investigation in Connecticut this week. Police have not named abortion advocate Tim Yergo, 36, as the suspect in the probe, but confirmed that the man who committed suicide in the, part, in the apartment building was a suspect. Hmm. They've not named him, but he's the guy who's the... Okay. Yergo, 36, took his own life five days after an apparent botched attempt by police to take him into custody. Investigators broke down the door of his neighbor in New Haven, Connecticut, and handcuffed her before realizing they had the wrong apartment. Now, how many times have we put out stories at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, largely by Matt Agarist over at the Free Thought Project, where cops have went into the wrong home and in some cases killed people, if not terrorized them? How many times? We've done that over. In fact, we just had one the other day, and the video shows the cops going up to the door. It's the middle of the night, knocking on the door, and then turning to each other going, what address is this? This isn't the address we're supposed to be at. And they went in anyway, knowing they were at the wrong house, and they killed the father and almost killed the mother. And the video shows that they're... they're they're, they're like, we're not at the right address. And they go in anyway. And they kill a guy. And they're not held accountable for it. Really? Is this what we want? Can't the men of the community do better? I think the men of the community could do a lot better than what we're seeing out there from some of these guys. That's just me. I think they could, the men of the community could do a lot better if they would get up and do it. And sadly, here's what we've got in this country. Our work is, in, in large measure, has become this unnatural thing. It's not the way thing it had been for thousands of years. I'm not saying people weren't involved in making things or selling things. They were, all through history. But in large part, there was agriculture. That was the work you did. You know, you, you tended to your fields. You tended to your flocks. You cared for one another through that stuff. That was the stuff you needed to survive. We're also told the person who died was definitely the suspect in the child pornography investigation and the person who committed suicide. New Haven Police Chief Carl Jacobson, Jacobson told the New Haven Register. Now, well, if that's the case, then this is the guy, but they haven't named the guy. It's really it's really bizarre. I don't know why they're doing that. But it's Connecticut. Who knows? Yergo appeared to post regularly on social media until December the 
the December 2022, pictures of his godchildren, family, friends, and work events lay bare his life in the months prior to his death. Jacobson requested an internal affairs investigation after members of the Special Victims Unit obviously hit the wrong door. And and this is again, I, I I you know, I've talked with guys who've been in internal affairs. And they say, well, you know, we really have the I just I'm gonna tell you I have a hard time with some of that. Um I I realize it can be done fairly and justly. I can't it can. I mean the church, you know, we're we're called to deal with one another. We went through this in Matthew 18, where the church is to deal with with one another uh you know, inside, we're not to bring out, we're not to take it out into the court. You know, Paul can condemn those in uh, Corinth who wanted to take their brothers to court. And he says, why don't you just be wronged? There's a way that's set up in the church to do this. And if you don't want to do that, just let yourself be wronged. Don't take this out among the quote unquote Gentiles. Don't take it to the unbelieving world to judge your case. Either bring it to the church or let yourself be done wrong. And yet, here's internal affairs investigating this guy or these cops for going to the wrong door. Uh, the investigation will also examine how Yergo took his own life in the wake of the raid. Unfortunately, a mistake was made. We feel for the woman and we're going to do everything we can to make it right. Right. Yeah. Please don't sue us, lady. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> The investigation is part of holding my department accountable and transparent. So, uh, yeah, hit the wrong house. Now you got a guy there investigating for child porn. He's killed himself. And uh, who knows? Now, this isn't surpri surprising. This guy is a communications director for Planned Parenthood. And what does, does Planned Parenthood care about kids? Nah, they're ready to off them for a couple hundred bucks in the most brutal fashion. You saw the silent scream the other other week. If you didn't, go to our channel on Rumble and and look for that. What they do to these little babies. They're perfectly fine with that. So it's not surprising that people in their organization are involved in child pornography too. The abuse of living children. So keep that in mind. Another story that was out is, um, let's see, this one right here. And it is um, leaked Pentagon docs. Now, some of this, I think, is ref was referenced in the Greg Reese report that we just played a little bit ago. But there are leaked Pentagon docs or documents that prove World War III has been planned for years. I know, I know, Tim, you guys, Sons of Liberty, y'all are just a bunch of conspiracy theories. Well, look, there's nothing wrong with theorizing when you see these things come up. Let me give you an example. Let's take police, for instance. You've got detectives who come in. What do detectives do? They look at clues of the crime scene, don't they? Yep. And as a result of looking at the, the evidence and the clues that they find there, what do they do? They come up with a theory on how the crime was committed. And then they might find evidence that there's more than one person who committed the crime, which means there was a conspiracy. And in that conspiracy, they are formulating a theory based on the evidence they have. So, 
every detective on the police force is by definition a conspiracy theorist. And he is out to prove whether his conspiracy theory is true or false. And if he can prove it's true, he can use it in a court of law in order to convict said criminal. Okay? So calling people a conspiracy theorist, I know the CIA kind of coined that term to shut people down the JFK assassination, but the fact of the matter is, it's a legitimate term. We all do it. And yet, here's what we're reading. And you can read this at sonsoflibertymedia.com. A recent leak of classified materials has reportedly revealed a wider range of information than previously disclosed. The leak includes documents marked as top secret and covers topics ranging from the conflict in Ukraine to security issues in the Middle East and China. The documents surfaced on social media sites on Friday, causing concern for the Pentagon and adding to the challenges faced by the Biden administration. The extent and source of the leak have not been confirmed at this time. But we don't need to know the source. If they're, if they're legitimate documents, that's what we ought to be focused on. That's what we ought to be focused on. A new batch of classified documents that appear to detail American national security secrets from Ukraine to the Middle East to China surfaced on social media sites on Friday, alarming the Pentagon and adding turmoil to a situation that seemed to have caught the Biden administration off guard. According to the New York Times, uh, they reported on Friday evening. They also went on to say the scale of the leak. Analysts say more than 100 documents may have been attained along with the sensitivity of the documents themselves, could be hugely damaging, U.S. officials said, the, note, the report noted further. According to the report, a senior intelligence official described the leak as a nightmare for the Five Eyes, a reference to the intelligence sharing alliance among the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, the Five Eyes. My goodness. Where's Dr. Evil? Is he, is he running the show there in the midst of the Five Eyes? Probably. Similar to the previously leaked Ukraine war plans reported by the New York Times, some of the latest leaked documents have surfaced on social media platforms such as Twitter. These documents are labeled one of the highest uh, classification ratings. Secret no form indicated the information is too sensitive to even share with foreign allies, according to Zero Hedge. Zero Hedge went on to say, interestingly, the New York Times notes that one intelligence slide, which is circulating, features an alarming assessment of Ukraine's faltering air defense capabilities. But these leaks, some of which actually appeared on a Discord server devoted to discussing Minecraft. <laughs> Why? Oh, my goodness. Why would you leak it out on a Discord channel? This discussing Minecraft. It's, for those of you who don't know, it's one of these little video games. And kids play. I guess some adults play them too. I don't, I don't know. And other unusual places include more than the initial content on Ukraine war planning. And then the Times noted this. But the leaked documents appear to go well beyond highly classified material on Ukraine war plans. Security analysts who have reviewed the documents tumbling onto social media sites say the increasing trove also includes sensitive briefing slides on China, the Indo-Pacific military there, 
uh, theater, the Middle East, and terrorism. According to the report, an analyst has cautioned that the leaks thus far are probably just the tip of the iceberg. You think? You think? And that there may be additional significant leaks forthcoming or possibly after, or excuse me, have already occurred. Indeed, the development has the potential to become comparable to the Pentagon Papers of the Vietnam War era. So, again, these things come out, and you know what? I, I don't care who leaked them. I don't. Well, Tim, this is a national security issue. Well, you know what? Much of our government is a national security threat for us. They are putting their noses in places they don't belong. We talked about this with the CIA on Monday. They've been doing it for years. Ukraine was a place we stuck our nose in. If you remember back in when, when Barry Obama was uh, in the White House, the great usurper, we were, we were trying to cause a, a chaos there in the midst of Ukraine to support the neo-Nazis over there, of which Zelensky is one. I mean, you find the ir irony here, the United States supporting these neo-Nazis there in Ukraine. It's incredible. It really is incredible. And yet, here we are finding them, documents coming out, and what's happening? Well, they're planning on creating this war or multiple wars, get the people distracted in the wars while they enslave them through the monetary system, through their food, and they kill them as well, through their, through their food, and all of this stuff. And I got to tell you, I, I say the same thing I say time and time again. D.C., needs to be abolished. And I use the term that our, the, the, our, our founders gave us in the Declaration of Independence. That's what they wrote. Altered or abolished. It needs to be abolished. The states are never going to do that. They're just not going to do it. They're too sentimental about that. They're too Genesis 11 about that. We've got a city built here, and we don't want to do that. We'll be scattered across the earth. We'll be destroyed, blah, 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 all this stuff. Instead of trusting the Lord. But shoot, we can't even get people. Well, we do have some people who are pushing for it. And that is to secede. That is what our, the, the, the guys who framed our Constitution and those who came before them, that is exactly how they threw off tyranny. They didn't do it by starting a war with them. They tried to appeal peacefully. I mean, that's in the Declaration of Independence, too. They held out multiple olive branches to the king and to the parliament. And they wouldn't have them. And so they basically did like a woman who has uh, been abused over and over and over in a marriage. And, and they, they just they gave the king a divorce. That's what the Declaration of Independence was. It was a, it was a writ of divorce. We can govern ourselves. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. And they knew when they did it, even though they were peaceful, they had to train for war. Why? Because they knew the unruly husband was going to come after them. And he was going to try to beat them like he had been beating them before. And the solution that we're looking at, I'm just telling you, the, the real solution to the whole matter is to pull the power from it. And that's largely in money. 
that's largely in money. We had Daniel Miller on to talk about this before with Texas. He wrote that book, Texit. And the point that he has is, <clears throat> is the states can function. They don't, they don't need the federal government to function. Each state in itself is a republic. And frankly, we got enough problems to deal with just in our states. We don't need a federal government, you know, on top of that. I understand the reason for it of what they wanted to do, at least what they said they wanted to do. I don't think it's necessary. And I think decentralization is the best thing that we can do. I mean, if you want liberty, if you, if you really want liberty, it's the best thing you can do. The more hierarchy you have in place, the less liberty you're going to end up having. Now, with that said, there's also a new document out from the United Nations. And uh, boy, I, these guys. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. Uh, this is from Michael Snyder. Again, you can read this on sonsoflibertymedia.com. A shocking UN document reveals the sick sexual agenda that the globalists plan to push on the whole world. And you can, there's a link to it to where you can go over here and you can actually see it. It's called the, the Eight March Principles for a Human Rights-Based Approach to Criminal Law Prescribing Conduct Associated with Sex, Reproduction, Drug Use, HIV, Homelessness, and Poverty. And I'm telling you right now, when I mentioned just a little while ago, and this guy Rusty, uh, who wanted to comment on the thing we did on Trump yesterday, doesn't seem to get it. This idea that that administration wanted to decriminalize sodomy around the world. This is part of that. This is part of that. And the blind lead the blind. They both fall into the ditch, Jesus said. But this is the, this is the cover here for the, uh, the document. Um, the link is there, so you'll be able to uh, check this out yourself in the archive later on if you want to do that. But going back to the article here from Michael Snyder, he writes, they aren't going to stop until they impose their twisted values on the entire planet. If you have not heard of the eight March principles yet, you can find the entire document here, which is what we showed you. Uh, it is essentially a blueprint for synchronizing all global laws regarding sexuality, gender, and reproductive rights. And don't think this is that hard for them to do. They already do it in building standards. They're, they've done it in health standards. They've done it with, quote unquote, international law. All of this. UN AIDS is one of the organizations that was involved in drafting this document. And on their official website, they claim that many global laws that prohibit certain types of sexual behavior not only violate human rights, but the fundamental principles of criminal law themselves. Alarmingly, among the laws that are being targeted by the globalists are laws that ban adults from having sex with children. Let me say that again. Alarmingly, among the laws that are being targeted by the globalists are laws that ban adults from having sex with children. What have the Sons of Liberty always said? All of this is about targeting children. 
It's all about that. Turns out, they've been working on the eight March principles for quite a long time. And look, I, this is just one more reason why the United States needs to quit funding the UN at any level, and they need to remove them from our soil. And if necessary, call in the militia, the Constitution militia, to remove them. Anybody, I don't care who they are, who continues to support the United Nations in this country is acting treasonously towards the people of the United States. You know, Donald Trump gave this great talk when he came in there the first time. Oh, yes. Of course, then he threw in, we, you know, we want to see the UN adhere to its foundational. They are doing that. They are doing that. This is what they want to do. They want to control things. What he should have said is, we've had enough of you. We've had you for decades. And you haven't produced squad except problems and crimes. UN is, is guilty of crimes. Their people are guilty of crimes in countries against children that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And why we tolerate them on our soil and why we give them our money is just, it's beyond me. But our politicians do that stuff. They do it. The right and the left do it, by the way. Republican and Democrat. Why? Because they're right and left of the law. They're not following the law. With that said, UNA says that it took over five years to finalize the new document that they put out. And I do apologize. Man, this coffin is just driving me crazy. Here's part of uh, what we read here. <clears throat> Excuse me. The principles are the outcome of a 2018 workshop organized by UNAIDS and OHCHR along with the ICJ to discuss the role of jurists in addressing the harmful human rights impact of criminal laws. The meeting resulted in a call for a set of jurists' principles to assist the courts, legislatures, advocates, and prosecutors to address the detrimental human rights impact of such laws. The principles developed over five years are based on feedback and reviews from a range of experts and, wait for it, stakeholders. Experts and state. Are we talking about experts like in the convids? Is that what we're talking about? Those kind of experts that lie through their teeth? That deceive the masses? That manipulate the numbers? That commit fraud? Is that, is that the kind of experts? What about these stakeholders? Hmm. They were finalized in 2022. Initially, the principles focused on the impact of criminal laws prescribing sexual and reproductive health rights, health and rights, consensual sexual activity. Now, you know where they're going with that. They're going down the road of the sodomites, the lesbians, the transdelusionals, the... I don't even know what some of these other letters even mean. But anyway, all these mentally ill people. And that's what they are. Romans 1, God has given them over to a reprobate mind. So 
They're going to impact criminal laws prescribing sexual and reproductive health rights, consensual self sex, sexual activity, and again, that's going to include children. Gender identity, gender expression, both of which are just nonsense. And by the way, they are exploiting these people. I'm not, look, all of you guys have heard what I've said. There's a lot of these people uh, that I know have been abused and they haven't taken their abuse and turned it on somebody else. In other words, they haven't become the predator. And I have a great deal of compassion for those people. I do. But there are those who are have been abused and now they are the predator. Now, I have compassion in the fact that I want them to hear the gospel, that they might turn from their sin. But that doesn't leave them without any consequence. And you should have that too. You should desire that those men know the truth. And they come to the knowledge of the truth and repent. But the fact of the matter is, this stuff that they're doing now, they're using these people. They're exploiting them. Why? Because they've already compromised themselves. And so they use them to push forth their agenda. There's no doubt in my mind this guy who's doing the stuff for uh, all these different things, Nike and Bud Light and all this other stuff. And by the way, can I just, let me just say this. How many of you guys have seen the videos where people are shooting up, you know, Kid Rock shooting up his Bud Light, um, some lady backing over a couple of cans. I watched something the other day. It came across. Somebody had a, like an excavator, big old thing, and they lined all these Bud and Bush cans up, you know, and they, they rode over it and everybody's laughing and stuff. And I'm just thinking, how stupid are you? It's kind of like, the remember when Yeti did what it did and the people blew up their coolers and shot them up and did all this stuff and you just go, okay. How is that? I'm, I'm at a little bit of loss. You took your hard-earned money to buy that cooler. You've had it. It works great. You use it. And now you're mad at Yeti or whatever. So you're just going to destroy something that was probably, I don't know, three, four, five hundred $500. I don't know how much those things are. They're very expensive. You're just going to go destroy it after you've already bought it? Why don't you just continue to use it and don't buy their products anymore? doesn't make sense to me. It seems kind of foolish. Same with the Gucci, or not Gucci. What was the other thing that was tied with the child? This is the word I can't say. It starts with a B. Uh, but those that people were cutting up, you know, very expensive purses and all this stuff. And it's just like, you've already bought it. It's kind of stupid to me, but that's just me. That's just, that was free. So what else do we see here in this UN document? Well, Snyder goes on and he says, most of the material in the eight March principles is not a surprise. Everyone knows that the UN wants to promote abortion, the sodomite agenda. I don't call it the gay agenda. It's the sodomite agenda and the trans delusional agenda. I don't call it transgender anymore either. I got me a, got some good words for those. So if you're looking for them, it's sodomite, it's trans delusional. But what floored me this is Michael Snyder, is that they are also seeking to weaken laws that prohibit adults from having sex with children. The following is an excerpt that comes directly out of the eight March principles. Here's what it says. Listen carefully. With respect to the enforcement of criminal law, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non-discriminatory manner. Let me say this real quickly. When you hear the term age of consent, that used to mean something similar but different. It used to mean 
the age of consent to get married, which involved the act of sexual intercourse. Okay? It wasn't just an issue of, you're at a certain age, you can go have sex. No, because that was a violation of the law of God. In this country, it was a violation of the law of God to do that. It's called fornication. You weren't allowed to have engage in sexual intercourse with someone who was married. That was part of that. And look, we still have laws on the books today about that. Some people had some problem when um, I called into a radio show years ago and over here in Charlotte, and the guy was talking about a, 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 a case that was going, I think it was in Fayetteville or Wilmington, North Carolina, in which um, <clears throat> a woman sued her hut no she sued the woman who was committing adultery with her husband for alienation of affection it's really adultery that's what it is and she won and the guy goes these are archaic but this guy claimed that he followed jesus and he loved the bible and everything and so i called him up and i said well who gave that law didn't god give that law and i read it to him from the scripture and he goes yeah but that's old testament you know what god's laws haven't changed his moral law hasn't changed and I told the guy, I said, you're saying more about God than you're saying about this law. You're saying God's unjust. And he's not. He's not unjust. Here's the rest of this, this quote here. Enforcement may not be linked to the sex gender of participants or age of consent to marriage. Moreover, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically Prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. Hmm. Listen to that. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under age, under eighteen uh, years, age, under eighteen years of age, to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Persuade to their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy. Persons under eighteen years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests, and with specific attention to non-discrimination guarantees. Now. <clears throat> Let's just ask ourselves a question here. How old do you have to be to drive? Now, there are different ages in different states, but like here in South Carolina, you can get your permit at 15. You've got to drive for at least six months, and then you can you know, try to get a driver's license, if that's what you want to do. How old do you got to be to drink? 21, right? How old do you got to be to buy a handgun? In some states, it's 21. Some, it, I think it's 18. And some of them reverse that for rifles, and they make rifles. You can buy those cheap when you're like 18, and you can buy a handgun when you're 21. Just different states have different laws regarding that. It's kind of goofy that they have it, but the fact of the matter is, is this age issue. It's very subjective. That's one thing. But it's interesting to me that they will tell kids, you can't do this until you're this age. But when it comes to something that could really wreck your life, like engaging in something that was meant that you share with one person for the rest of your life. You can do this at a younger age, 16, 14, 12, 10, who knows. 
this that will damage them physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And don't tell me it doesn't happen. Don't tell me it doesn't happen. Because it does. And yet here they are targeting the children again. Oh, oh, and look, look who's at the center of it. According to a globalist organization that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation gives millions of dollars to each year, children are born sexual and should learn about commercial sex work under 10 years of age. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donates millions annually to a non-governmental organization which claims that children are born sexual should learn about commercial sex work under 10 years of age. The International Planned Parenthood Federation, why are we not surprised with that? We're full circle here now, aren't we? A separate entity from the U.S. nonprofit wields significant influence on global sex education. The NGO comprises 120 independent organizations in over 146 countries and has received including its European network, over $80 million from Gates. Other significant donors include the World Health Organization. What has God said about our sexuality? It's contained in one commandment. It's a very simple one. You shall not commit adultery. Even from the heart, Jesus says, because that's where it starts, is in the heart. You shall not commit adultery. What do men want to do? They don't only want to commit adultery. They want to commit fornication. They want to commit sodomy. They want to commit lesbianism. They want to commit bestiality. Oh, that's coming too. That's going to hit the front pages soon too. Don't, don't, just hang on. Because nobody's putting a stop to it. And once you start down the road of depravity, there is no stopping it. It becomes like one of those, you know, cartoon snowballs that roll down the hill and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it takes out everything in its way. That's coming too. And who are we to be to the children? Are we not to be protectors of our children? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And again, you go back to the words of Jesus. I mean, you don't read anywhere in Scripture where anything like this is going on here. And Jesus talking about causing the little ones to stumble. Now, I, I think in large part, he's talking about teaching or not letting them come and things of this nature to him. But this is definitely causing little ones to stumble. And Jesus had a remedy for it. It was justice by their own hand, by the way. Wrap a, mill, wrap a rope around your neck, tie it to a millstone, and throw yourself in the sea. It'd be better for you than doing this to the children. When are we going to have enough and get rid of these people? Or at least separate ourselves from them. Oh, my goodness. I'm all for separation, and I'm all for liberty. I hope you are too. Bradley will be with you at 3, or we'll have an educational video up there on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Back in the morning, Scott Scherer is going to tell us about his lawsuit regarding his daughter Grace and her murder. I'll talk to you then.